Welcome back to another episode of Obsessed Millennials. We're in social distancing edition, which has never been a problem for this podcast because, as you know, if you're not new, we record this remotely every single time. So let's just get on to this. Today is Friday the 27th. I'm saying this because we're going to be talking about Five Souls' new album and here with me we have the lovely jassy as always and we have a special guest for the first time ever i think no no we've had special guests but not with both of us anyways we have a special guest here's our friend isis to fangirl with us hi isis and jassy hello everyone hello are you guys ready yeah, I am. Okay, so as I said, the new Faisal's album dropped today. And with this whole coronavirus issue mess, the guys are obviously doing different things to promote the album. And they did like a listening party at midnight, which I bragged about staying up and watching, but I didn't. But I watched later on and we took notes, lots of notes about the songs. Well... Um, I I don't think I really took that many notes, but okay, maybe maybe I, mean, I took a lot of notes. <laughs> I've apparently you had the time <laughs> for the first time in history. I'm prepared. <laughs> I had the time, but I decided on doing things way differently. So we'll see how it goes. Let's just jump into it. Then should we start with the first track? Obviously, we're not going to start with the last one. Yeah, like, this is the whole experience. It's a journey. You should listen to albums from the first track to the last one in order. There's an order for a reason. Yes, I get upset when my phone gets on shuffle. Well, I always use shuffle, but for, like, the first listen, I go through, like, track by track in actual order. I could never shuffle anything. For me, it's like I know the song by heart. And then if another song comes, then the one that's supposed to come, um, I get so pissed. So I, I automatically know whenever a song is out of order. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn. I just go through the first few listens. And there's some albums like the Halsey album, the last one, Maniac. That one is one that I need to listen to in order every single time. Because it just works better that way. But let's just start with the first track. Obviously, this album, for those of you who don't know and you're not Faisal's fans, why are you listening? But please keep listening. Um, the album is called Calm, which is like an acronym for the first letter of their name thing. Like Callum, Ashton, Luke, Michael. Yeah. And the album has 12 tracks. Yes, it has 12 tracks. And if you have the Target Edition, you have three extra tracks which are life vault versions of three of their songs anything else you ladies want to add before we just jump into the first one i just want to add that today i actually realized that um the title was their acronym um for some reason i had not like been paying attention but then i was listening to the songs and i was like what callum Ashton and it was like a whole damn girl you dumb but it was nice to actually get it before recording this podcast so 
Yeah, that's all I have to say for now. When you texted me that, I swear, I thought, like, this girl was going to get that by the next album. <laughs> But we all got it. And now we shared it with our listeners who maybe don't know and they're not, like, freak fans like us. But someone must like Faisos because they're, like, our most listened to podcast when we talk about Faisos. So... Yes, I guess the Faisal's fam are fans. We love you guys. Anyways, the first track on the album is called Red Desert. Red, red desert, heal our blues. I dive deeper for you. I love the song because I love the indie vibes it like gives you. I immediately started dancing when I played the album and my sister was with me and she was dancing around with me too. And also, can already tell this song is going to be amazing live. They actually played this song like on a like intimate performance, but it was an acoustic version. So I was so yeah. surprised with the actual studio version. It was it is actually like really good, but it's it it's different from the way they did it acoustically. I haven't listened to the acoustic one. I saw them talk about it in the live. I think it was Ashton that mentioned it, but I haven't listened to the acoustic one. So my first impression is just the studio version. Yeah, mine too. I felt So I actually also started dancing around. I, I I was listening to it in my bed and I had to like stand up because I felt like I was transported into this whole like, you know, desert and, you know, doing like maybe gypsy type of dances, even though I don't really know how to dance. But it like completely transported me there. It's like one of my favorite songs from the album. Starting from the first one is already one of my favorites, so. Yeah, I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. That actual track, I have seen people online saying that thing, like, oh, it, it like it makes you want to dance, but kind of like this like gypsy kind of vibe. And for me, for some reason, when I listen to it, it kind of just gives me like this Latin rock slash like indie Latin rock vibe to it that has me in love with the song but yeah it's not like I don't know like I mean yeah you want to move to it at least for me it's not like oh I want to dance and like oh yeah like you know the desert and all that kind of thing for me it's more like and this sounds like something from bands that I have listened back home that are kind of like in Spanish and they're like Latin rock kind of thing. Yeah, it's like you want to vibe to it and dance, but it's not like you want to turn up to it, you know? It's not like, whoa, type of song. It's like, whoa. I don't know if that explains anything. I mean, it makes sense to me. It's kind of like a Gray and Christina dancing situation. It's like you want to play it and just dance around, being mm -hmm. silly to it, like just chilling. Exactly. And for those who don't watch Grey's Anatomy, that was actually a Grey's Anatomy reference, right? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't watch Grey's Anatomy, what the fuck is wrong with you? We shouldn't talk about that, okay? We're going to get sidetracked. Um, yeah. And anyway. I don't know how to feel about it. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it might be something you regret, you got 
next song on the album is called No Shame. And we've already listened to this song because it was their third single. Third single? Or yeah. fourth? I, I don't know. I it's get no, mixed no up shame. with All Me all the time. All Me came after. I don't know. Anyway, but we have listened to this one before. My sister says that it's not, and I'm not sure, so I'm confused. But anyways, yeah, it's just an old single that we've listened to before. Yeah, like, it's definitely one of the oldest, I mean, newest releases from the album, like, as a single. Because I, I wasn't, like, completely familiar with it, but I knew I had heard it before. Because I was like... Hmm, I feel like I've heard this before and it's probably because it was like, you know, the, one of the oldest singles. So, yeah, it was released this year, I think, like probably like a few weeks ago. Or, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I get it mixed up with all me all the time. Like at some point after Teeth and before Wildflower, <laughs> that song was released. <laughs> You get the gist. So this one, for me, I really like it a lot. It's it's one that you want to vibe to it. Like, you know, you just want to move around and dance and, and like, be hip. Now I sound super old <laughs> just by yeah. saying that. You just, if you hadn't said hip, nobody would have thought you sounded old. <laughs> <laughs> But I get what you mean. I mean... I described the song with one word in my notes, and it's a freaking mood. And it makes me want to jump around and dance around, too. I think it's there's something super sexy about it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, like, catchy and danceable. I don't know. It's cool. I feel like this one, at least for me, it gonna, it's, it's going to turn into vapor and into yes. if walls, walls could talk. Yes, <laughs> because yeah. of the whole yeah. it's the whole I love the way you scream my mm -hmm. name. Yeah, I feel like that's a classy song from them. Like if I could describe it, it was like classic pie sauce. Like, I don't know. For me, I differ from Nashi. Like it doesn't make me want to dance, but just vibe. <laughs> Is there a difference? Because I feel like I can relate to that song, but not to the extent of wanting to dance. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I gave it an eight in my rating score because I really liked it. An eight? Hmm. I would agree you're with that. No. They are. <laughs> yeah, it's a 10. <laughs> because, I mean, the album is so good, right? Uh, yeah, but. This one like specifically, mm -hmm. I like everything about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like I'm listening to it thinking, oh, my God, the bass line is so good. Or like, oh, the drums, like, stand out on this one. No, no, it's like everything, it's so good. But at the same time, for me, I say, like, it's going to be like Vapor. <laughs> it's going to turn into a joke because this is the stripper song of the album. They had one on Youngblood. They had one on Sounds Good, Feels Good. This is the one. That's all I'm saying. Here I was just sitting and thinking, I'm like, 
yeah, I could see it becoming a stripper song, but I don't know why more of a stripper song. Wildflower sounds like that. But anyway. Don't get me talking about Wildflower yet, okay? <laughs> yeah. Let's just go to the third track on the album. Shout out to the old me and everything he showed me. Glad you didn't listen when the world was trying to slow me. No one could control me. Left my love is lonely. Had to fuck it up before I really got to know it's called the old me and i absolutely love this song i love everything about it i love the music video specifically because i think it's one of their best music videos to date it's the feels man the feels yeah, i think it's that it just hits me right in the heart oh my god i love it completely i have nothing against this song i might be biased i don't know but i actually Hadn't heard the the song completely because of school until I saw the video. And I remember just having goosebumps all over and like getting every reference. And it's like, oh, my God, they're doing this for us. Why are they doing this to us? But I mean, they can do whatever to me and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I just really, really, really love this song. I think that it's also like it doesn't just hit you in the feels because we've been in the fandom for so long yeah. but we've also grown up with them so mm-hmm. we get this whole they've made mistakes they've changed and we've seen it happen but at the same time we've also personally experienced these things so it kind of hits different because it's like oh my god yes it's about Faisal's but like shit it's about me too yeah I actually like it a lot because of the actual lyrics and you know I'm more like oh the melody and, and all that but I actually like the lyrics a lot and I'm the lyrics bitch but the lyrics are the bomb for this song and it's just this everything about this song like lyrically instrumentally the vibe the vocals the feels yeah the music video was great and you already stated that but the other thing that I love so much about this one is how they promoted the song as a single. The whole Omi yes. challenge. That was amazing. And you guys might know that challenge because me and Jassy posted something on our Instagram about it. You saw little us being all yeah. cute. It was it was like a really cool way to like promote this whole song. But this song, um, for some reason, the the thing that Nashi said about growing with them i remember as artists started to change their music sound or vocals or you know they changed from genre i used to get so mad because i wanted them to be like you know a certain thing but as i've grown you know that's also part of their evolution as musicians and stuff so um I can also see myself being more open to other artists, even including them, of being different with their sounds because they all grow up. And that kind of like watching the video and everything, it kind of reminded me of that as well, that, hey, they don't do exclusively rock anymore. And that's okay. So, yeah. I still miss the pop rock sound they had. Yeah. Because it was never pop punk, but... Mm -hmm. But I still miss that. At least we got that with a few tracks on this album. Not on the last one, though. But, yeah, finally. Finally. <laughs> because Naji knows that I had a hard time when they changed everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, I mean, at least I did. But I, I, now I'm okay with it. 
it took me a while. That's why I said, like, I feel like that video also resonated with me because of that. Because I was like, oh, my God, why did they do that? I remember listening to Young Blood. I was like, why? But now it's one of my bops. So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've mentioned here before that one of the things I love the most about Faisas is that it, with each album, they've kind of, like, changed gradually into something different. I think the biggest one was between when they transitioned into young blood that was like a big change but at the same time it keeps it fresh and it's like you never know what's gonna come next it happens the same with halsey for me it's i think it's interesting because they keep challenging themselves and you can tell that they're trying to find new ways to express themselves yeah and even though they're changing their sound and all and just like reinventing themselves you can still listen to them and say yeah that's Faisal's and at least I love that because it's their essence like you can say this is five seconds of summer this doesn't sound like every other pop artist out there yeah I totally agree and also like they also have the liberty of doing that type of thing not every artist is known to be able to have that type of freedom I guess so it's nice that they're like able to explore too even though at at the times we're like why <laughs> but it's part of it so shall we jump into the next one yeah because we just <laughs> got oh, stuck on that one he was like oh my god <laughs> feels oh my god the challenge <laughs> let me listen to a little snippet of this one so i can remember because i gave it a 10 but i like let me just refresh <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> she gave it a 10 but she doesn't remember why she gave it a 10 oh never mind yeah, it's easier yeah. we, i don't know why were you so confused so i double double wrote old me so i was like what's going on with this oh. and then i skipped and then i was with wildflower and i'm like no but we're good Jesus. we're good you just said you were talking about Olmi, like you were so into it, and then you're like, Oh, let me listen to a snippet of this one because I give it a 10. No, 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 not old me. I was gonna listen to Wildflower because I, I overread old me twice, but then I, I skipped easier and I skipped teeth. Oh, I already have them, I already know what I want to give easier and teeth because you know they've been released for a while. But yeah, so the next song is easier, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're good, we're good, we're good. Is it easier to stay? Is it easier to go? I don't want to know, oh, but I know that I'm never ever gonna change and you know you don't want it any other way. Okay, so this is like their electro-influence song and it's also, which I forget all the time, it's the leading single of the album. I kind of forgot at one point that that song was supposed to be in this album because <laughs> it came out so long ago. Well, I wouldn't call it the leading single of the album, more like the leading single of the era because they didn't even have like... An album name at that point that, that we knew of because they said that they've had this album for over a year done and that they're already working on their fifth one so do i live with them do i work for them to know the title of the name i'm honey, talking about what honey, we knew now honey, 
I'm just saying what they said on the live. It's hard when they put old singles. Well, there it's not old, but like you know what I mean, into an album because I'm already gonna be knowing the song, so I already want to give it a ten, which I did. But <sighs> I just really like the way Luke sounds because it sounds like techno e and. The video was so fun. I wanted to be there. I, I agree with all of these things. I, I, just, <laughs> I just really, even though I'm kind of against the whole autotune thing, it worked in this song. I it's think fun. it just goes with the whole yeah. like, concept behind it mm-hmm. and like their, where they were pulling influences from. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's really hard to listen to the song and not want to groove around. And scream the lyrics. Yep. And really freak out about the drums. But that might just be me. (laughs) One thing about the autotune. It's not bad if when you sing live, you actually sound similar to it. And Luke can reach to those freaking high notes. Because it gets a little bit more intense with the autotune. But, I mean... It actually sounds good because it's not like overuse on the studio version. And then he sings live and it's like, yes, give me that. I I think you can notice my favorite part of the song art, the vocals. <laughs> so it's good. It, it's I'm not going to say score because I already gave a 10 to every song. Well, almost every song. But yeah. I think it was a good start to the era and to get us ready into this whole like vibing thing. I think so far with the first four songs of the album, they have like this track. It makes you want to dance around because even old me, that's a little more sentimental. It makes you want to like jump around and like scream lyrics. So it's like they're all a mood for me. My only issue with this song is that the live vault version is a hundred percent way better. Let let's leave that discussion for the end when we talk about the vault versions of the songs. But well, yeah. I haven't listened I to the I, other ones. We have I there, but there's teeth and there's easier, and then there's no shame, and I think no shame is the one that we haven't listened to. Yeah. And it's probably going to be better than the actual... But I think that's... I was going to say this later, but you're going to make me say it now. So (laughs) I think the beauty about this album, when you listen to it whole and like you listen to it again, is that this album was made to be played live. Like I can imagine how each song is going to sound once they're up on that stage and I'm the little tiny speck of person in the crowd. Well, that but, that touched me, man. <laughs> but why didn't they add the drums that they have on the live bolt version at the beginning of the studio version they're, as they're, well? Because because they're, 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 they're trying to give you different things, Jesse. No. Personality, no. Jesse. No, I can have two versions of the song and die in two different versions. That's why they knew no. I couldn't handle it being in the studio version, the drums all the time. So Ashton deserves better. But it's a good song, and I like it. it's versatile. But anyways, yeah, we'll talk about the live vaults later. Um, 
can we move on to teeth? Some days you're the only thing I know. Only thing that's burning when the nights grow cold. Can't look away, can't look away. Beg you to stay, beg you to stay. Yeah. Teeth is one of my top five songs of the album. Funny enough, it's the fifth song of the album, but I love that it's catchy, it's grungy, it's full of rock influences, it's sexy. That rhythm section kills it in this song. And I'm not just saying that because it includes drums. But yeah, I like so far the first five songs of this album are really different. I know we're like into like the fifth song of the album, but we need to tell people about the drinking game because I feel like if they're drinking along with us. I want to tell them about the drinking game at the end. So they have to re-listen to the entire (laughs) podcast. Well, (laughs) they're going to be fucking wasted because you use like every single word you said there. (laughs) One right after the other. (laughs) I'm almost out of water. I'm saying. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I've taken this seriously. So, you guys, we're playing a drinking game while we do this podcast because there's some adjectives that we're going to be talking about a lot and some things. So, we'll tell you about it in the end because we want you to experience this purely and then you're going to come back and listen to us again, fangirl, but... This time we're going to have a game to play. I mean, we don't have anything else to do. We're supposed to stay in our houses because coronavirus, social isolation. So grab some friends and play a drinking game to our podcast. So rules to come. So teeth. <laughs> Let's talk about teeth. teeth <laughs> I said what, I'm, what I thought about teeth. I want to hear what you guys think about teeth. Ooh, my first thoughts ever when I first heard it, I was like, they're back? All five sisters back. I don't know how I feel about this. I literally did not know how to feel about the fact that they were kind of bringing this cool vibe back, but then giving it a little bit of flair. But I, I really love this song. I... I like that I can feel like I can, I can stomp on things when I'm when I'm listening to it. That I can feel like I can be jumping with my friends in an arena. <sighs> Damn, this is totally one of my top five as well. Nashi, everything is like amazing, but it's kind of hard singing teeth during the song. For me, it's kind of hard to say it without not looking weird. So I mean that. That's just a parenthesis on this whole thing. <laughs> My vocal cords don't reach that part to sing teeth like the same teeth. So yeah. I, I just like- let them sing. It's like it's it, we're duetting <laughs> and I let them do their thing. <laughs> yeah, but whenever the While we're teeth, singing, the, whenever the teeth thing starts, I, like my tongue literally cannot. So I just try but fail. I just need to be like really paying attention to the song. So I take a breath in the exact moment I need to so I can reach that point but if I'm just like listening to it and jamming to it it's gonna sound like I'm dying (laughs) Jessie takes it seriously until she dies 
Yeah. So is it my turn to talk about this one? Yes, it's your turn. This song, man, let's not talk about easier. No, leading single, whatever. I don't care because team, even though it was the second one, for me was like, oh my God, yes, this era, I'm going to fucking love it. And I spent the first time I listened to this song, I spent the entire time telling Nachi, oh my God, the bass line. And I think we talk about it in like some episode when we're talking about like new releases or recommendations probably yeah probably like always but i love the song so much and the bass line you can actually hear it clearly and that doesn't happen a lot with the bass because of all the other instruments but this song is for me it's all about the bass and the drums it's just like the, the vocals, <laughs> yeah, it's all about the the. Uh, I mean, everything is good. Like the vocals are amazing. I love the entire song, but Cashton killed it on this one. Yeah, you know those songs that you also want to um, sing the instruments. Yeah, one is that song. Yeah, for sure. It's like you want to sing the the lyrics, but you also want to sing the instruments. So. You know, you can li- the, the beauty of this is you can listen to it a thousand times and then be an instrument or be any voice, you know, be creative. Yeah, it's like you're singing the song and suddenly you're like, exactly. And if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the damn album. Like, yes, please. You'll get so many more references. But yeah, I don't have anything else to say because the song is so good. Like, I'm just going to keep saying, oh, my God, this song is awesome in the baseline and all that. It's it's just good. Everything about it is good. This is this is one of the songs that for me, it's not a 10 because it's a fucking 20. I'm OK with that. What a mood. <laughs> so let's move on to the next song before we keep saying that Teeth is awesome. Um, next song was released two days ago, and it's called Wildflower. Wildflower, wildflower. I hear you calling up my name. I love the sound. I love the taste. And talking about moods, this song is a mood. First of all, a Callum song. Yes. Don't let me talk about it, please. (laughs) But second, I've been saying for forever, and Jassy at one point didn't even understand why I was saying this. I think we've mentioned it in this podcast, but if we haven't, whenever I listen to certain songs of Faisos, I think about Queen, and this is the reason why that happens, okay? This song... Those 80s music vibes. I am a huge fan of 80s music. So this just, it's everything I needed in a song. They really said, you know, that cover of Queen that we did for like the movie, like, you know, Killer Queen. Let's just do that on a five sauce song. Exactly. And it's so sexy. The lyrics are so freaking sexy like the vocals that one part the toe it just thinks to me 
like control yourself. If you okay. listen to the song, if anyone that's listened to the song knows what I'm talking about, okay? It's 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 a great song. Control yourself. Okay? Cuz it's my baby. Okay. Just saying, he shouldn't be talking like that. So, I know that I was listening to like the chorus of the song, and I was like, "Yeah, you can get it," but I'm not gonna talk about it a lot because I can have an entire podcast just about the song because it's Callum, and it's even better than Babylon from Youngblood, and his deep voice just like did things to me. But yeah, that Queen vibe, one of my favorite parts of the song. Okay, and the last thing about this song is this one is not a 10 out of 10 because this is a 100 out of 10. It's not because it's a Calm song, by the way. Sure, sure, sure. We all believe that. (laughs) Yeah, believe it because it's the truth. It doesn't have anything to do with Calum, I think. I don't know. (laughs) No, no, it does. Well, I'm going to say something that will shock you, so I'm sorry, but I don't really follow Queen, so um, I don't really know if it sounds like Queen or not, but it does remind me of like Harry Styles. Do you guys felt that in some weird way? Because when it started, I was like, whoa, it's Harry Styles vibe. Now that you say that. It kind of makes sense. But, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah but I, I, I obviously went to Queen because it, I, I'm a huge Queen yeah, fan. Yeah, because you follow Queen. You know yeah. them. But I don't really know them. <laughs> Plus, actually, Faisos did that Killer Queen. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of like the reference we have. Mm-hmm. But now that you say it, yeah, it kind of sounds like it gives that hairstyle vibe a little bit too yeah it makes sense when i first heard it i was doing my eyebrows and once i heard the whole wow i don't know how to sing but like that part it made me drop my little tweezers because i was like shook but for a minute i thought you were gonna say i just removed half my (laughs) eyebrow (laughs) (laughs) me too i i I was scared (laughs) no 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 it just made me dropped it and then I had At a moment, I was going to say, she's going to prove me the whole thing about <laughs> listening to Faisal's while doing other things is actually hazard. But but no. No, no. We can move on now. I just forgot about that until now. Okay. <laughs> I gave this song a nine. Sorry, Jassy. Out. Yo, baby, only get the nine. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't want any of you here. Matching this podcast is going to be only me from now on. Only and Isis, you're never coming back as a guest. <laughs> what a disrespect. There was something that I just couldn't give it an attend to. So, yeah. I'm so sorry, Callum. They don't know what they're saying. <laughs> so, next song. <laughs> You got a million reasons to hesitate But all in the future's better than yesterday Song number seven on the album is called Best Years 
And um, I feel like this is the point on the album, like kind of like the mood starts shifting. Like the vibe completes. I don't know if it's because Wildflower takes me like so high and then Best Years kind of like takes me down a little because it's kind of like a ballad. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. But I don't know if you guys felt that, too. This is the point of the album where you start seeing, like, that transition from an era to this new one. Because the other ones are kind of similar to Youngblood or is a mix between Youngblood and Sounds Good, Feels Good. But for this one, it's completely different because it doesn't doesn't even make me think about Ghosts of You, that it's kind of like that ballad slash like waltz from Youngblood it's just and it doesn't even sound like lie to me it's just completely different it's a ballad yeah but it's completely different to any other ballads they have done in the past yeah for sure it has a very calm vibe and I'm not saying that as a pun (laughs) no no I'm not saying that as a pun I mean it like the name of the era, the name of the album. <laughs> Not oh yeah, it's really, it really relaxed me. It's super calm. No, I'm talking about the name of the album. <laughs> As an era. Calm and era. We got it. This one is another one that we listened to it before. I mean, just like a couple of days ago, but I feel like half of this album, we listened to it before it came out. Because look, did a... Uh, can you do a cover of your own band? Like he did like a oh. little acoustic version snippet because we're all stressed because news yeah. kind of thing. And it was really good. I thought it was going to be completely like that, like the acoustic version he did. I was wrong because it's way better. And I mean, he was awesome. Like those vocals were on point, but I mean, you know on the album amazing it's like even though it doesn't sound like ghost of you for me it's like the ghost of you song of this album yeah for me this song um i've never been to a u.s prom or anything but i feel like that's a song they would play at a at a prom and i imagine myself dancing in a pink puffy dress to me it gave me first dance wedding vibes yes i was gonna say that it's kind of like a wedding song and here i am thinking about prom. so my first impression was wedding nachi's mm-hmm. first impression was saturday's and book basically <laughs> and easy's first impression was prom yeah <laughs> yeah basically i'm just yeah, I'm just going to dive into the whole wedding now. <laughs> we're all over the place. Like, oh, yeah, we're talking about this one. We're like, yeah, I bet we're going to be on the same page. No, like different event. But we can all agree that it's a romantic song. Yeah, that is, it's in the same genre. Uh, the same genre uh, as feels. prom? <laughs> romance, romance, like romantic. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm I'm just messing with you at this point. <laughs> There's something about this song that reminds me of like the red 1989 Taylor Swift era. 
Hmm. I, I don't know yet. I need what to analyze. Is. I need to analyze yeah. that and get back to you. Let's move on to the eighth song on the album. It's called Not in the Same Way. Drink all night, never sleep. You say go, I won't leave. I love you, you love me. But not in the same way. Rip my heart out and leave on the floor. Watch me bleed. I love you, you love me. But not in the same way. And Jassy was saying how, like, Best years transitions into this new whole era thing, but not in the same way. Gives me old Five Souls vibes. Still don't know what about it does, but it gives me old Five Souls vibes. I don't know if you guys agree with me in that. Probably Can not. I tell you my theory about why it's giving you that vibe? Please enlighten me. There's a lyric in this song. That says, drawing rocks at your window. And I was like, oh my God, grab around your finger. Because, you know, that song says, drawing rocks at your window at midnight. And there's that reference in this one. And I'm not sure if they actually intended to do that or if it's my fangirl ass going crazy about it. I'm looking for the lyrics right now. I don't know, but ever since I listened to it on the live stream, I was like, there's something about this song. It just gives me like old Five Souls vibes and I'm not sure what it is. Is it if it's like the melodies or something in the lyrics? But I absolutely, I read a review that said that this song is going to be forgotten, that people aren't going to love it on the album. That's kind of like not important at all. And I completely disagree because I listen to the song and I can imagine myself screaming the lyrics at the top of my lungs as soon as we're allowed to leave our houses and drive again. This is going to be one of those songs for me. I hate to be that girl, Nashi, but I just didn't connect with this song I feel like it was repetitive. It, it's my it's my lowest rating in my whole rating scale, Kingy. Um, and it makes me feel bad because you guys are like completely talking and loving it. But for me, I just it didn't do it for me. I don't know. I think that sound wise, it, since it makes me feel like old five cells, I kind of connected with it instantly. But also there's some things about the lyrics that made me think of situations in my life. So... Maybe I'm a little biased in that way. Yeah, I'm I'm actually reading the lyrics right now. They're good. I really like it. Like <laughs> I hadn't even realized they they talk about um drink all night, never sleep, you say go, I won't leave. It's like a cute, playful thing there that's going on I in the kinda like now reading the lyrics it makes me think of of like I said, want you back. Is that is that the song that what the song is called? I'm confused. That's a five song, right? <laughs> yeah, want you yeah. back. Yeah. It kinda I think it makes me think of that song too. Because of certain things. Song. And then it there's Rip My Heart Out, and then there's that song in Youngblood that's from the Target edition that says something along those lines too. Now I'm just making like a lot of like connections that maybe aren't there. Oh, yeah. When you walk away, that says, like, uh, go ahead and rip my heart out. No, no, no. That's not what it says. But it says something about the heart because the go ahead and rip my heart out is actually, if you don't know. Oh, maybe. 
I think that maybe that's it. That's why it makes me think of old Faisos. Did they just take lines from old songs and create a new one? Genius. Yeah. But I mean, like the lyrics wise, I really like it. And I realize it's a very like sad, depressing song. So maybe in my subconscious, that's why I didn't like it. I mean, not that I didn't like it. I give it a six. (laughs) But I don't know. I I need to listen to the album as a whole again. But I do agree with you, Isis, about the whole repetitive thing. Because I do like the song. And yes, it reminds me of like all Faisos and it, it, you know, reference and theories. And oh my God, the feels. But the song, it's super freaking repetitive. It gets annoying. At some point. I'm reading this lyrics and there's things I did not hear when I was listening yeah. to the song. What? But for me, I don't know. It's like, I, I the only thing I remember from the song is the whole... That, that for me, it, I don't know if I like that or not. I think I think that's the base. I just <laughs> feel like the this song from them, it's kind of like the dumb stop of this album. Uh, the Caro by Bad Bunny, you know, mm, super repetitive as fuck. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's great. It reminds me of all, you know, all Faisals, but I would skip this song if yeah, I'm that, like driving. Only, yeah. If I'm not in the mood for it, I would skip this song because it just gets really repetitive. Yeah, for me, that's the only, the last thing I wanted to add. That's the only song in the album that I would skip through. So yeah. And then the chorus is so long and they sing the chorus so many times. There's only like two verses on the song. There's not even like a like a separate bridge. It's like Chorus, it starts with the curse, by the way. And it's like curse, verse one, curse, verse two, pre-curse, curse. It's like there is not a bridge on this song. Is and it's just the same thing over and over again because even the curse it like repeats the entire thing like twice and it's like rip my heart out and like yeah I'll rip your no no I'm not gonna rip your heart out so what we get at is that the only people I love the song to the extent I think I love the song and might grow to love the song is me and Crystal is this her favorite she puts that it's one of her favorites and mm. I thought it was Wildflower because she was like, oh, my God, yes, the Callum song. And I was like, yeah, girl. She wrote that on Twitter. But on yeah. I'm, I'm looking up because on Instagram, she put like a screenshot of Not in the Same Way. And it said this is my favorite song of the album. So it's her favorite. And she asked people to like tag her on people like nailing the lyrics and doing funny TikToks and stuff. And she also put that Wildflowers is one of her favorites, too. I have seen her listening to Wildflower way too many times today on Spotify. I don't know. I'm just saying what's out there in the social medias. And I'm not alone. By the way, now that I'm saying that, I went to Spotify and Mitchie listened to Best Years like 30 minutes ago. Yes, stalker. And Michael is listening to a Blank Space cover. Wow. 
in case you guys wanted to know what your favorite artists are listening to on Spotify, yeah. Justin just gave you an update. <laughs> yeah, this this is the new session of the podcast. Actually, we're bringing back a session. Spotify creepy. Yes. Yeah. Did you like my jingle? Yeah, I love your jingles. <laughs> that sounded weird. I don't know why. Anyways, so let's, stop <laughs> let's just keep it up. Let's, <laughs> let's just keep it up and move on to the number nine track on the album. It's called Lever of Mine. Also, another little ballad song, but also not a ballad song. And I really, truly love the piano on the song and, you know, the drums. <laughs> you know, keeping it on brand. I feel like this one is the light of me of this album. Yeah, definitely. It feels like a roller coaster. Like it was like I was down and then I was up and then I was down again and then I was up and it's just and that beat drop. It's just and at no point you were screaming because of the excitement. You were just crying, right? Tell me, I wasn't the only one tearing up to the song. It, you and weren't the only one tearing up. It like made my heart ache in so many yeah. ways, and I. Could, the first time I listened to it, it was just like pain. I don't know why. Pain in my heart. And then the second time, I could like appreciate it a lot more. I'm going to tell you something about this song that is going to make you cry more. Because actually Luke said on the live last night that he wrote this song with Sierra, his girlfriend. <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> I love Sierra. You guys, I don't know if people on the podcast know, but I love Sierra a lot. I've been following her for a long time. So, so wait, they wrote it together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it just feels. In their living room, because actually he confirmed in another live a couple of days ago uh, that they live together. together. And I was like, oh my God, they live together. They all live together. With their, you know, whatever. And Callum is just living with Duke because he's single. Well, he's not single. He's secretly dating me. But people cannot know that because of the hate. <laughs> you just told everyone that listens to our podcast if it was. But we don't have like a mayor following. Please keep the secret, people. I'm dating Callum Hood from Five Seconds of Summer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they all know I'm just delusional. In my dreams, I'm dating Callum. So, any more thoughts about the song? <laughs> I wanted to say that this song is tied with another one as being my number one. I haven't heard it enough times or cried enough times in order to decide whether this one is my favorite or the other one that I will not say until it comes up. Um, such a beautiful, deep song with great, 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 great drums. Oh my God, it's it's really wonderful because I just love also piano. Let's not even forget about that. Yeah. Any song that has a piano will kind of most likely make me cry. That's By the way, it. did you said I haven't listened to this song enough times or cry enough Uh huh. That, that was a oh, that's a mood <laughs> um, 
And yeah, that's another thing I like about this song. Not the fact that it makes you cry, but you mentioned the drums. I love the fact that this song makes you think that it's going to be like super mellow and yeah. it's like, oh yeah, we're going to cry to this. And suddenly there's this drum piece that you're like, oh my God, this is it. I'm loving it. It's going to go crazy now. And it doesn't yeah. actually go crazy, but you know, what but I'm it, trying to it say. intensifies that feeling of like heartbreak or not heartbreak, but like that feeling of like, I don't know, like, that your heart wants to get out of your chest type of way. It, yeah. You feel that This way. is the type of song to listen while someone else is driving in the car so you can look out of the window. Yeah. Like you're in such totally. a depressing music video. <laughs> <laughs> that way. Soon enough, when, when we're able to drive every day, we could probably do that. But now we're also um, limited to the days we can drive and also how many people can be in the car. So... We're not going to well, get it anytime soon. Well, I cannot do that because if I look out the window, I'm not going to be looking <laughs> yeah, at the road and there's going to be an accident. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm the one driving, so I can't do that either. But definitely this album needs to be experienced while driving around. So Yeah, like a late night, like 2 a.m. thing, you're driving, talking with someone or Where just are you existing going in the same place. Well, just driving around. You haven't done that ever? Like, girl, at 2 a.m., I'm sleeping. Now you sound like an old lady, okay? I am an old lady. I'm, I've said this, I'm not going to deny it. I'm an old lady in the body of an almost 28 year old. So, okay, fine. I'm going to change the time of the day. You're going on a road trip, right? And yeah, it's like yeah. just this beautiful nature scenery mm -hmm. around you. And you're just like listening to it and just existing in the same yeah. space because you're not even talking. Okay, I'm, I'm into that one. And hopefully the destination is a fucking beach because I need a beach. Um, yes. Word. So. Any last thoughts on lover of mine? Yeah, um, I won't count to my lover, so I can say all oh, lover of mine. Any no. other thoughts? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> But I mean, if he wants, I'm open to it. No, no, I'm kidding. Let's just move okay, on. Let's move on to the next song. It's track number 10. It's called Thin White Lies. I don't feel love, and I don't ask too many questions, though I say you're too much. Apparently all I wrote was, oh my god, that instrumental beginning. I don't know what that means. I don't know either, because I'm gonna be honest. I like the entire album. I think all the songs are good. But this one, this is the one that I would definitely skip, skip. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've listened to it enough. But mm -hmm. so far, first impressions is this is a skip song. I really, really enjoyed this one. I mean, it's slow and the the start, it's it feels like it's going to be completely different than what the actual song is. Oh, I gave it a nine, which is pretty high. I think I need to listen to it again. I would have to listen to it because nothing comes to mind when I think of the song. And I don't understand my own notes. So... I think this one's a pass for me. 
Do you know what I think about when I listen yeah. to this one? What? Little Wild Eyes by One Direction. And that's definitely another skip for me. So it's like, no, no. Like, what? Yeah, the song is good. It sounds like Faisal's and everything. And, and the entire album is just filled with bops. But I'm just going to skip it. If I'm not in the mood for it, I'm just going to skip it. I didn't That's everything, everything I need that to you say. said because you just said that Little White Lies is a skip song. So I, I I don't know how I feel about that. Well, for me, it's a skip song. We can make another podcast and talk about 1D. Let's focus yeah. on Faisal. Yeah, let's okay. focus. Um, I guess we don't have anything else to say about Thin Wet Lies. So we'll move on to song number 11, which is called Lonely Heart. Your type of mind so hard to find. I cried the first time I listened to this song. That's all I need to say. So this is the other song that is tied to um Lover of Mine with number one spot. Uh I cannot choose for the love of myself. Cannot choose whether I like this one more because The, the music is amazing. The song is great. And I don't know which one to choose. And I'm in a very conflicted state right now. Because I'm as I'm talking to you guys, I'm listening to it with my other ear. And I, it's just perfect. The whole woes. Even, even on Spotify, like the little gif it has as it plays. I like it. Even though it doesn't have to do with anything of the song. But the aesthetics even are amazing. Yeah, I can see that you're listening to it. <laughs> I'm not lying. So, yeah, I I really love it. I can't really say much about it apart from loving it. Amazing sound, amazing um, instruments, and it is a tie with me. So it's number one spot right now. I cried to this one. Like, I started listening to it. And the lyrics were just, like, punching me in the face. Mm. And I cried. And then the song kind of, like, turned into, like, a little bit of an intense beat. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. This is such a bob. But I continue crying. Mm. So have you seen anyone vibing to something and crying at the same time? That was me. <laughs> I just need to say that the bridge of the song I think is my favorite part of the song. Um, is that the part where like you kind of hear like everyone singing at the same time? Yes. Uh, that, I love that part as well because I can see myself also in the concert with everyone like boom, boom, boom. Yes, yes, yes. So I don't know. I think I might just change and this one. It's going to be like my fully one, but I'm not ready to commit to that yet. So. Yep. This is not my top one, y'all. We're going to talk about that later. But it's almost there. Okay, so this song, if I were in high school, I would be completely like, yo, so relatable. I can't believe it. They literally said what I felt. Because this, this is what I felt when I was in high school. This song, it's like super emo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> So yeah, that's my last thought about this. So shall we talk about the 12th song of this album? Yeah. So the last song on the regular version of the album is called Hi. 
This is the outer space of this album, and I don't care if you guys differ from my opinion, but that's it. I needed to say that. Yeah, totally agree with that. I, I actually thought about that song while I was listening to it, so completely, completely on track for you. Yeah, it's just something about the lyrics hit close to home, so that's also like a different topic, but... It's just something so simple and emotional about it. And you can feel the history and self-reflection like really portrayed in it. It's one of my top songs. It's not one of those songs that you'll sick and listen to, but you'll never skip it either. This song, I was listening to it since it was the last one. I And then my mom interrupted me while I was listening to the album. And I didn't really pay attention to it, but something made me go like, I think this song deserves for me to listen to it again. And yeah, it does because it's it's so beautiful. It's like you said, it's very simple. It's simple and it's cute and it's just sweet. Like if I could describe it in, in one word, it's a sweet song. Yep. I kind of agree with you. And at the same time, I don't agree with you too. With the mm-hmm. whole outer, spray, outer space thing. Because, okay. Outer Space, it's not on. I mean, for me, that song, it's, yeah, it's one track, but there are two songs on the same track. So Outer Space is on, Carry On, it's another song. This reminds me more about Carry On than actually Outer Space. Outer Space, it's a waltz. Ghost of You from Youngblood reminds me of Outer Space. This one reminds me of Carry On. And I feel like this song wraps the album really well and it it's kind of like that final moment where you say they're transitioning like they fully transition to a new era that's how I feel about it I love it my favorite things about that song are the vocals and the melody is really great too but the vocals I love it because even though it's not like super difficult or skill whatever they're simple but they're really rich. And I'm I feel like I'm going like super like I'm Simon Cowell at this moment. <laughs> but, but I don't know how to say it simply. It's just that they're really rich and they sound really good and they're amazing in the song. It's like the perfect ending to the album because this is the end of the original. But also a perfect beginning. Too. Yeah, but yeah. Now, yeah, now that you say that, it, it kind of feels bittersweet. Yes. Why? I was yeah. feeling, when I finished yeah. listening to the album, yeah. I kind of felt like they felt after they listened to the whole album and the live mm-hmm. stream, they were like, oh, what happens now? Like, this is yeah. a different note. You start in a high and you end kind of low, mm-hmm. but it's not like I feel bumped out low. It's kind of like, what happens now? but also like a sense of calm, no pun intended, but it's the best word I can use to describe it. Like and it kind of makes me want yeah. more. Yeah, but it, it kind of feels like the whole situation that's happening right now feels, it's like, what now? Whoa. It's crazy. So deep. I feel like I'm high. Oh my God. That's the name of the song. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's like I'm on a trip. That's what they're doing. 
Oh my God, Jesus. Uh, this song is definitely going to like my safe heaven playlist. The one I listen to when I'm like about to die from a panic attack. That's it. That's the best, the best way I can describe the song because that whole playlist for me is to calm me down and to center myself. And that's what this song does. And it's, again, it's the perfect ending for the album. Couldn't agree more, honestly. And I really want to see that playlist. I think you sent it to me, but then I, I need that playlist too. The only playlist I have sent you is the K-pop one. And now she doesn't oh. care about oh, that no, one. No. So. I didn't know but that. But I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Send it my way, please. So, I kind of tuned out after you said K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. mean. Completely <laughs> normal for you. Because you don't care about my feelings. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. I'm just being dramatic. I know you don't like K-pop. I'm sorry. But I guess that concludes the run-through of the album. But... If you are from the U.S. and you have Targets, um, not something that we have here in Puerto Rico, but I have lovely friends that live out there. They're going to send me the album because they love me. Right, Jesse? Well, I haven't gone to Target. I know, I know. Not right now. Like, it's a moment that we shouldn't be going out, but eventually. I mean, I can't, I can order it online since they're not like individual artworks like the last time. Which a bummer, but... Because I wanted a Callum one, but I mean, they're not doing that. Anyways, in this Target exclusive edition, we get three extra songs from the Calm album. There are three live vault performances, like we said earlier in the podcast. We've listened to two of them already, and you can get them on iTunes, I believe. So we've listened to Easier and Teeth, and they sound 10,000 times better this way i think you can watch the videos on youtube as well but there's also a life vault version of the song for no shame and i'm really interested in listening to this one because like i said i think this album was made to be played live and i'm really looking forward to see how the songs translate into a live scenario but i Kind of like also low-key miss extra song. Yeah, I, I I I was kind of like not disappointed because I know the live from the vault songs are really good. And I feel like they're better than the originals. But I'm, I was like expecting extra tracks like they did for the last one because I don't know if there were like any extra tracks for the other two. For like uh, the, the self-title and size, good, uh, sounds good, feels good. But I did get the Target version the last time for Youngblood, and they had two extra tracks, and one of them was like, "Oh my god, I love this!" And it was an Ashton solo. Yes. Um, and on this one, I was kind of expecting the same thing. There's gonna be like different songs, but they're just like live versions of the ones from the album. And it kind of like, I don't know, made, made me feel disappointed. And that's something that happened to me with the Jonas Brothers album too, because their target version was like one extra song and a live version or like a remix of Cool. I was like, no, if you're going to, if you're going to sell me this thing, like, oh, this version has extra songs, make it like, 
different songs, not like different versions of the songs that are already on the album. At least they're songs and they're not audio recordings of recording sessions like Taylor's, so... <laughs> but that's a, a, but that thing with Taylor is like another whole thing. Like you're going into the process, like you can visualize the the creative process, and that's something I should get one version of those for myself because that's something that I love, like the behind the scenes of like how did you created this and that, and that's why I lo I liked so much some parts of her documentary because it captured that so if I just does something like that for one of their albums I will definitely buy it like every version because I like that stuff but at the same time you know like with this thing that they did I'm not gonna spend extra money Like, I support you. I already bought tickets for the tour. I'm getting a copy from, from that purchase because they're going to send copies. Um, yeah, I'm also getting the vinyl, just, just to mention. I got the digital one as well on iTunes because I really don't use... The only reason why I get physical copies at this point is for my wall. But I'm not going to get a physical copy of an album that only has live tracks. No matter how good they are, it's just live tracks from the existing ones. And it's not like a live album because Meet You There Live, it's a completely different thing. And Faisal's Live, you know, I do love those kind of albums. Like it's just a live album, like the recordings from a show. But Getting an album that I'm already getting two copies just because they have three different versions and two of them are already on Spotify. That's kind of like my only issue with their target version this time. You are all too silent. Like you can tell me, go fuck yourself. Buy the album. Why are you being mean to Fysauce? Get mad, Nachi. No? I just I just never buy Target editions of anything because I never had a Target, so I never bought them. And then I, when I moved to Georgia, I forgot Target even existed. And I went a month ago and now I'm in quarantine, so I can't do anything else. So for me, Target editions are like whatever. But I can say that I wanted more, more, more music too, more special music that I could have obviously found out from YouTube or iTunes that I could buy because I just love their music. And even though I love acoustics, I agree with you. I wouldn't buy Target Edition for more acoustics. Yeah, and it's something that we know there someone is gonna upload it to YouTube. And it's not like an I'm advocating or advertising like illegal downloads and stuff like that but you know it's out there you're gonna listen to it after the whole album's drop and all that you're not gonna buy every single version they have of any artist to to have all the songs you're gonna end up going to youtube searching for it and listen to that version because you don't care enough to buy the album that's it 
you already got copies of the actual album you're not gonna get another copy you're not gonna spend almost 20 bucks for something that only has three live but three extra songs that are live versions of the songs that you're already listening to and two of them you have listened to them already because they have released them before with videos and on spotify and all and every other freaking stream service that you can find but we still love them <laughs> Thanks for trying. Yeah, better luck next next time. I love you, but I'm not gonna spend like almost 20 bucks on an album that is basically the same one that I already bought on iTunes and that I'm gonna get with the ticket from the tour. Like, no, that's not gonna happen. I'll probably go, I'll, I'll go to Target and get one for Nachi, <laughs> but I'm not gonna get one for myself. I been spoiled by taylor swift and i have a lot of target editions of song of albums so i'm into target edition albums i don't know i guess i just like it i'm an old person and i still listen to cds in my car i rarely connect my phone to listen to music so it's also cool to get extra music for my car I don't know. Do you have an actual reason to have all like like physical copies? Um, yeah, because I use them. you use them, but I don't. Like the only reason I have like physical copies, and it's not like I have a lot, but the ones that I already had and the ones that I have bought recently are for like decor purposes. It's not like I'm gonna. Mm -hmm open the album and listen to this because I already have the album like on a digital copy or Spotify because this is the thing I don't even use the digital copy I buy from iTunes I just listen to the album on Spotify like I stream the album but I already bought it on iTunes I really don't use iTunes or or the physical copies it's just Spotify all the time it makes sense I completely understand. I'm one of the few people in the world that still use CDs. So, do you want to talk about overall thoughts of the album? Let's do that. Okay. So, I didn't rate each individual song, but I did give the album an overall rating. And I gave it an 8.5 in my first impressions. I have to calculate. Hold up. Oh, you're gonna do the average thing we did for like Bad Bunny and for for the BTS one? You bet, but I'm slow with math, so I might need a calculator. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I need to disagree with you all because I know yours is gonna be less than 10 because you gave one of the songs like a six. This album is a 10 out of 10. It's better than the last one. Still not better than Sounds Good, Feels Good, in my opinion. Nachi, you're gonna hate me. <laughs> I know, but Sounds Good, Feels Good remains the superior Fizes album. To each their own. Like, I think each one of their albums has really great things and songs and stuff and I don't have a favorite one I mean I always say that Youngblood kind of has like a soft spot for me but it's because it's the era when I saw them live it's the same thing that happens with Taylor's Red Album so 
but this this is just my first impression. It's a really good album. I'm gonna continue to listen to it to death. But but yeah, my first impression was that it's an eight point five. Mine is a ten out of ten. I'm gonna share my ranking with you, but uh, like later. But for me, it's a ten out of ten because everything is so good. I mean, I know I said oh. I would definitely skip some, like, this song or whatever. But I skip songs all the time. That has nothing to do with it. So, it's it's a 10 out of 10. It's really good. And now, Isis is just going to say, you're yeah. wrong. My, my, my rating is literally the same as Nashi's. Awesome. <laughs> I calculated and then I'm like, why did I calculate? I was I should have just been like the same with Nashi because it is 8.5. And for me, it's too soon for me to say that it's better than Young Blood because I even though I was completely against their whole change in Young Blood, I really, really love that song. It was one of my my number ones in the whole Spotify thing. So I I went in hard on that one. It's too soon for me to say that. Um, but talking about sounds good, feels good. That one has a special place in my heart. Like for me, that one's better than blood. So in that sense, I agree with Jossie. So I'm friends with both of you guys. Don't hate me. I should look for the text where Jossie at one point said that young blood was better. <laughs> I said no no I know what you're saying I said this <laughs> today Youngblood it's still still and this is probably gonna change while I keep listening to the album but if I compare right now Youngblood it's still like better than this one at this point no, no, no. but you said quote unquote I think Youngblood is my favorite. Comparing to this one. I wasn't saying like it's my favorite out, but like Faisal's album. That's that's what the text said. So No, no, but that's what you're interpreting. I I was comparing between the two of them. Is interpreting an actual word? I should be talking right now. Interpreting. Is that why you say it? Interpreting? I don't think that's... I think it's interpreting. You know? That that thing. I was saying the, the English word in... I'm tipsy. Don't... don't okay. Let's open, <laughs> let, me explain, let me explain myself. Youngblood, at this point, right now, today, today's the first day, today... Faisal's new album, Come, was released. Youngblood has been out for like a year and a half. So Youngblood is my favorite compared to that one. But Sounds Good, Feels Good is their best album. It still holds a really, really high and important and big place in my heart. And that will never change. And probably has to do with the same thing that you said. You Where? said Youngblood is your favorite album because it's when you first saw them. Where's I saw Jet Black Heart in? What? Jet Black Heart. Jet Which Black Heart? Album? Oh, oh, yeah. Feels good. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. That's my favorite song of all time from them. I don't think that'll ever change. So Because it's their best song. Wait, you agree with that? Yeah. Song? She agrees with you. It's their best song. Thank you, Michael, for writing that song. It's their best song. And that's also my favorite boy, too, in the band. So, like, wow. All the special things. I didn't know you were a Michael girl. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Hard. Hard. No, I thought you were a Luke girl. Red Michael was my whole thing. Purple Michael? Fuck. I'm talking about the hair. Galaxy Michael was the best. Oh my god. I used to Photoshop myself with him all the time. Okay, that was weird. (laughs) When I started, if we put this into like K-pop terms, Callum has always been my bias, but Michael was my bias wrecker. My bias wrecker, sorry, Nashti, um, was Ashton. I just can't get over the fact that you guys are using bias and bias breaker. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know how to say it in like normal terms anymore. <laughs> your fave and your hoe. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you said your hoe? Yeah. Maybe side, side, side uh, men. I don't know. So in the end, 8.5 Nashi and myself. And 10, Jassy, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I just want to say, like, an overall summary of how I feel about this album. is that you can really see, like, the whole influence and journey that they've been through all these years. And, like, you can see highlights of it here and there in each song. It also shows that Five Souls is a band that's meant to be played live. So if people don't know that? about them... They need to like get on with seeing Five Souls live. Um, and also this song is this album is all about the vocals and the instruments. That's how yeah, I feel on, about it. on this album, I think they had a good mix. It didn't feel like like it. Um, I don't know if I have ever said this on the podcast, but I need to explain this to be able to say what I'm gonna say. I used to tell Nachi at the beginning, that Faisos, they were so good when it came to, like, the instruments, but they weren't as good in the vocals aspect of their music. And this is from, like, from their first title. I remember Nachi and I were friends at that point already. And now... I feel like they finally reach the point where they are as good in like the instrument and like rhythm aspect of it than they are in the vocals. And they have challenged themselves and they have become superior. And I know a lot of people don't know about them. Like I have encountered situations where I mentioned Faisal's and people don't know who they are. And I'm like, they are so underrated because they're so good and people don't know about them. And they have grown so much, not as, not only as individuals, but their actual talent and the music they put out there. They're really good. 
And I have to say, this album, it sounds like it's... I'm not going to say their... <laughs> I don't want to say their best album because Snatchy is going to come after me like, no, you said something. Well, that's what you wanted to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it finally comes to like... It aligns the music to the vocals. They have improved so much to a point that like I said before when we were talking about Teed, I need to really be paying attention to a song to like take my breathe moment at the at the right point of the song that I need to do so I can continue singing the song. And that didn't happen with them at the beginning with like old songs from their self-title, or even Songs Good Feels Good. That is my favorite one. So from my opinion, that shows me they have grown a lot musically. They have keep improving themselves. And that's what every artist should aspire to because you don't want to get stuck on the same thing. People want to seek growth. Like you can be amazing with what you're doing at the moment, but you should keep growing and like getting better at what you do. And I feel that just because of that, because of that growth, more, pe more people should listen to them. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, and they also look like they're having so much fun with the promo and like it, it's just coming very natural to them right now, this whole thing. I feel like they, they are in the flow of just amazingness. Yeah, I feel like they feel more comfortable now with their sound and their music in general that they did before. Because now they're more involved and you can see how much it means to them that the fans are listening to their music and all by the way they express themselves on like interviews. And, and I feel like interviews are a lot more like manufactured in a way. So they don't feel as real and compare to when they do like lives and stuff like that and this whole corona thing sucks in a lot of ways but I think it has helped the fans to see a different side of Faisos while they're promoting this album especially because they're new just, fans yeah because they're being themselves while, uh, while doing this like Instagram lives uh, today they were having a live stream over on Twitch and it was so funny and it was so dumb that and they were actually like they got sidetracked so many times but they were actually like talking about the album and appreciating the album and they were all over Calum like oh sing Wildflower and all that they are proud of the work that, that they put out there and compare, if we compare this to like uh, the first album, like their self-titled album, they didn't have much input at the beginning because of course they were a new artist. They were having people write, write for them and, and they were writing themselves, but it wasn't as much as they're doing now. And now they are really involved on their music And that's something that I love seeing. And that's why I'm going to say it. Nachi's going to hate me. Well, Nachi's not going to hate me. Nachi's going to use this against me. This is their best album so far. Yeah, and I, I also said it. 
I also want to say that Ashton is shining so much lately. And I feel that at first he he didn't get the appreciation he deserved. And now he is. And I really enjoy seeing all his IG posts and everything. And I feel like I am connecting to him in a way that I hadn't, wasn't able to. So it's nice yes. to see that side of him as well. I completely agree with you because I like during their self-title era, it was all about like Luke, Callum, and Michael. And not that much about Michael, but like Luke and Callum. But Ashton was like the afterthought for a lot of fans. And I'm so emotional they, right now. <laughs> they didn't care. I'm so sorry. Don't cry, Najee. Um, they I don't know, but like a lot of fans just didn't didn't really care about Ashton and the fact that he's and, and I feel like not only the fans but on their productions on their albums and stuff because you you didn't hear Ashton much just the drums yeah because that's the instrument and he plays for the band but Ashton is so good vocally he's so good I love when he does the background the the background vocals yeah. and now he's doing more of that and mm -hmm. i'm so happy that he's doing more of that because like he enhanced the songs if the songs were good already he makes the songs fucking awesome with his vocals because he is so great not only on the drums but vocally he's one of the best vocalists i have heard Because the the notes that he can hit doing those backing vocals is just insane. And I know Najee right now is like a mess of emotions. I'm so emotional because I'm here like, yes, 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 yes. Um, Did I say yes? And I had to add that even, <laughs> we all know that he's good on the drums, but I feel mm -hmm. that even on that in the last two albums we've also seen another side of the things that he brings when he performs lives on the drum but in their studio version of the songs so that's something that maybe in their first two albums we didn't see as much so like yeah that's all I'm gonna say because I got too emotional I would say the only thing that I haven't really liked about the last two albums is the fact That they're turning into, well, I don't want to say they're turning into, right? But, like, we are seeing more on these two albums, the last two albums, that Luke is the main vocalist. It's yeah, not Luke like at the, the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's not like at the beginning that Mike had an entire verse on a song. And Callum would sing the next verse And, and and all that. It's more like, oh, Luke is the vocalist. Callum? And that's very evident in this album. I don't yeah. think I've heard any Michael or Ashton solos mm -hmm. at all. No, but I no. think that's what they want. Like, I mean, I don't think they're being controlling to doing that. I remember the first albums... I was like, I want to hear more from this person or more from this person. And then the third one came and I'm like, oh, that is not the way they want to go with this. Um, and I think they're happier this way. Like maybe it might just be too pressuring or something. 
for them? I don't know. I don't know if it's with them that I that they said that they don't really assign a verse to anyone. They just all go into like the studio mm-hmm. and whoever sounds the best is the one mm-hmm. that they use in the end. And who knows, yeah. maybe live they'll do other arrangements yeah. to the songs because it's something that we might be seeing too. Mm-hmm. So and it's I something that, ha- ha- that has happened before. That thing that you said, like, oh, they'll do different arrangements live. Because last tour for Babylon, Callum wasn't yep. singing the entire okay. song. Mm-hmm. But I do miss, like, yeah, I got an entire Callum song and I'm happy about it. But I miss listening to, like, Michael's solos and Ashton's solos. I have to say I do miss Michael's. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel could. like the best vocals on Monster Moments from the, the Youngblood album are Michael vocals. And yeah. for Get Black Heart... The best vocals on that one are Michael's. And yeah, he actually like, wrote that song, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens on their live renditions for this album to see if we can get a little bit of surprises, which would be ideal. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Not that I have tickets to the tour or anything, or if we even know we'll have a tour. But yeah, I'm really excited. I wanted you to go with us. I mean, I could still have a chance. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) But I wanted to travel this summer, but that's obviously not happening. So. Damn, coronavirus. We'll see. But we've made it to the end of our first impressions of the Calm album. So you guys, once you listen to this, it doesn't matter if when it is. I don't know when we're publishing this. But go stream the album, leave it some love, go on our socials and tell us what you think about it. And before we do the outro and all the cool things we do in this podcast, I want to tell you guys about the drinking game. Well, before you do that, can I can I actually share the ranking I did with you? Because I haven't done that. I forgot about the ranking. Yes, share the ranking. Then we'll go to the drinking. So, oh, I have been drinking the entire episode and it's getting to me. (laughs) Okay, Beyonce. Anyway, (laughs) okay. Um, So I did a ranking and for some reason I hate myself and I do this. Lately I have been doing this. Isis know this because I did it for the map of the Soul 7 album. And I shared that with her. So for this album, I did it. I haven't listened to the album that much. It has only been like three times. But I'm going to go from like the last song to like the top number one song. Number 12 is Thin White Lies. I guess you were expecting that because i said like this is definitely a skip i'm intrigued to listen to the rest of your ranking now (laughs) so (laughs) number 11 is easier because the live version is way better so i'm sorry easier but you're on number 11 my heart you've just wow (laughs) number 10 is red desert I mean, quick, why? 
Queen vibes and all, but the other songs speak more to me. <laughs> I am disagreeing with everything. <laughs> Just keep listening to the rest. <laughs> Number nine, and that's just gonna kill me now, is not in the same way. I, I was expecting it to be at the bottom, so. Same, same. Number eight is Lover of Mine. What? Oh my God. Jasmine, leave your own podcast. <laughs> I think you're gonna see why the top five are my top five. I Just think Nachi's gonna get this more, and I'm not gonna say yet why, but I'm just gonna keep going. I'm still disagreeing though. Oh, number seven is high. Hmm, no thoughts on that one. Okay, I just, I just you keep breaking my heart. What am I gonna say? You keep breaking my heart. <laughs> number seven is best years apparently from number six to eight i just want to cry best years high and lover of mine anyway i'm gonna keep going number six number six number five we're definitely on the top five now number five is no shame uh, okay number four is old me number three is lonely heart Number two is teed and number one is wildflower. Wow, <laughs> you were so expecting high. that. I, I just uh, I, I, I don't know. think I agree. I'm gonna have to like really wow. think about this and do my own ranking. Um I can't be easy, but um I I don't agree with you. I don't I don't have my own ranking, but I do have my top five if you're interested in that. It's Lonely Heart, Lover of Mine, Old Me, Teeth, and um, actually I had top six. So let me just choose. Mm, wildflower. I was in between Wildflower and No Shame, but I chose Wildflower. I have obviously not given this enough talk, thought and I'm not going to like choose on the spot. So I'm going to analyze it and probably share it with both of you my tops. Maybe I'll share on Instagram my top five. So Yeah, you can put it on the on the IG so that we'll know. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to clarify. This is like my first ranking, basically, after three lessons. I did the same thing for the Map of the Soul 7 album. And I spent the entire week changing songs around. On the list. And now she knows this because I kept sending her pictures. As if I know. Yeah. But I kept sending her, sending her pictures because I share everything with Nachi. Anyway. um, This is just like, you know, it's the first day I have listened to the album three times. It could change. It happened last time. I was like, no, I don't like Talk Fast. Then I listened to the live version. I was like... Oh, this is really I strongly good. disagreed with that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it could change. I'm not saying that it's it's not gonna change, but I think the top five will probably not change. And I can see, I can, I, I, I guess I see the theme on my ranking, and everyone can see it because it's more about the sound. 
understand the lyrics if you think about it. I mean, think about yeah. my top five, and you'll you'll understand. Like the first two songs, <laughs> number one is like the Callum song, and number Which two is Teed. And I said like my favorite part of it is the ba bass line. I, Nachi, why are you saying it's the obvious? I never said for Young Blood that Babylon was the first one. I thought it was a given. No. The first one there was Ghost of You. Yeah, okay, but well, what's the second one? <laughs> Stop judging me. Okay. Shots fired. I just know my peoples. Should we just, like, finish this thing? Are we gonna do... I don't feel like we should do recommendations on this episode. I don't episode. have any recommendations. The only recommendation is go freaking stream calm. And also... To the drinking game. Oh, yeah. We need to tell you guys the rules for the drinking game. So once you finish listening to this podcast and you know these rules, we want you to go grab your favorite beverage. May it be alcoholic if you're of drinking age or may it be water if you're trying to be healthy and staying hydrated. So you're going to listen to this podcast again and you're going to have a drink every time. We mention one of the following things. One, we say that a song is danceable. Two, I mention the drums. Three, Jesse mentions Callum, and I distinctly remember a part where she said the same thing over and over again in like a period of 10 seconds. Um, you did the four, same thing. Don't judge me. <laughs> number four, we mention the bass or the rhythm section of a song we say the words mood vibe or it made us cry and lastly every time we mention old five sos i think that, that i think that makes an interesting drinking game yeah. and that is, and that is fair because we repeated other words like omg i love it i love it amazing i have nothing else to say so or i agree we're fair, we're fair for sure Yeah. And I'm just predicting the end of this game for everyone everyone out there listening to this episode with an alcoholic drink. You're going to get fucking wasted. Please drink responsibly and have a little extra to drink than you think you're going to need. Maybe like drink some water and some alcoholic drink or something like do a little yeah, mix. mix it up. Do what I'm doing. I have my sangria because I'm, you know, sangria is like my favorite thing. But I also have the gallon of water next to me <laughs> so I don't end up crashing during this yeah. recording. That just lets you guys know that as we recorded this, we were playing and I ran out of water and I couldn't go get some more. I mean, I could have, but I didn't. So that's that. So I hope you guys have fun. In this social distancing thing, be safe, take care of yourself and your neighbors, listen to some fasas, let us know what your favorite songs are and which album you think is the best fasas album. I think that's a good discussion topic on our social medias. Remember that you can find us on Instagram and Facebook as Obsessed Millennials. And you can find us on Twitter as Obsessed Gen Y. And just let us know what you think, which one are your favorites, your top fives, all those good things. Tell your friends to stream 
calm and stay safe. And if you like that, uh, like this kind of episode, let us know. If you want more Faisal's episodes, let us know. Because I have no problem with going back to the other albums and doing a review. And I bet Nachi doesn't mind. And I would like to have Izzy's on that episode as well yes we want to thank easy's for being here with us and let us know if you like us having guests this is fun yes thank you for having me i had so so much fun because i also miss talking to people about things i like even now especially this whole quarantine thing so it was nice thank you <laughs> we need another weekend together easy's when i get back That's the first thing I'll do. And maybe that that uh, that weekend that we spent together again, we can actually record what we were supposed to record. <laughs> we'll see. But I think that's it, right, Nachi? I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.